Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Hey, welcome. (laughs) How are you? This is fantastic. We're back. You're back. Yeah, I'm back. This is Marco Timpano beside me. This is Ali Hassan beside me. What are we doing today? What's happening? Tell All right, me everything. You came in. Uh, you came in gangbusters. I did come in gangbusters. The traffic had affected you emotionally. Oh, you pulled an espresso cup out of your back pocket, or an espresso. Uh, what do you call these things? That's uh, a in Italian. It's called a macchinetta bialetti. A bialetti. Bialetti. Macchinetta would mean little machine. A little machine. But um, I'm sure it has a better a cafetiera, Some people call it. But right. it's a it's a bialetti stovetop espresso maker. It's a stovetop espresso if maker. You're... Pulled it out of I don't know where. Just came out. Yeah, it just came out. Yeah. I was like, and I was kicking myself because I realized I had not brought espresso cups. Okay. And I have like a ton at home, right? A ton, a ton. And I forgot them. And so I'm like, Ali, I forgot something. Like, Do you have espresso cups? And he's like. I got, I got limes, I got ice, I got espresso cups, I got whatever you want. I gave him six color options. I have numerous color options, and still I saw the disappointment in your eyes. Why? They're too big. Well, they're demi-tasses. They're demi-tasses. But, you know, <laughs> listen, I'll take a demi-tasse <laughs> over a mug. Exactly. So, and and it, it's just a fraction bigger than what, well, maybe half, about half size bigger than what we, what we would need for an espresso cup. Yeah. But it'll work with what we're going to do. Great. So, you know, I always make a cocktail to start with. And we've got the espresso on the stove being made in real time, folks. So let me just let me just start because <clears throat> I'm I'm a coffee fiend. Yeah, really. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit of a fanatic when it comes to this, right? Maybe that's connected to the sleep problems. Anyway, that's a discussion yes. for another time. <laughs> but maybe I just got to throw that out there, possibly. Yeah, yes, possibly. 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 Yeah, something to think of. It helps with my migraines. Do you ever get migraines? I don't. Oh, yeah, I get, don't. Yeah. Good. I live with somebody who gets migraines from time to time. Not often. You okay. get them like a week on a week. Not weekly, but I'll get, when I get them, they're Debilitating. <clears throat> yeah, they're really bad. <clears throat> you know, that could be related to the caffeine as well. If you're not hydrating enough to comp- to compensate for how much uh, dehydration is happening in your body. For yes, time. and I was also told that, told that if you start to feel a migraine come on, yeah. have a shot of Nespresso. Because <laughs> what it'll do is it'll dilate the veins that are in the back of your neck oh, that cause the migraine. Okay. And I've done it on occasion, and it's helped. And then you have a liter of water. Or not even. These people. I need to drink more water. water. I need to drink more water. Saying, I mean, these things could help. All right, anyway. All right, so, anyways, anyways, I'm very like the doctor was in all this. Sorry, (laughs) it became the doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I'm very particular when it comes to my espresso. Yeah, I like to use good coffee. There's different types of espresso. Illy is my favorite. It Mm -hmm. tends to be more expensive, so I don't often buy it. I like the Lavazza Crema Gusto. So these are the two. uh, My uh, my aunt came from England. Yeah, she was like. and in Canada, we have Tim Hortons. Yes, but to you, she said Tim Hortons is is absolutely nothing. It's flavorful, uh, flavorless. Yes. Second cup was uh, undrinkable. Okay. No, Starbucks was undrinkable. Second cup was barely passable, and Tim Hortons had literally no flavor. And I was like, okay, great. Uh, what do you drink? This is 15 years ago. Yeah. I was like, you mean there's other stuff out there? 
and Eliyahu Labatsa. You know what? Your, your aunt is a smart woman. Maybe. Send her my, No, not maybe. I can confirm <laughs> it right now in here. Send her my regards and my respect. She's one, right? she's one of the best. Shout yeah. out to her. Okay. You want to say her name? Or Auntie Tamzin. Auntie oh, Tamzin. Married go. Uncle Daniel. And they, yeah. uh, they, they have a good palate for food. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So we're making the... Uh, especially, it's taking longer than I thought, so I apologize. Shall I go check on it? Just, just crank it on. Put, put, yeah, I told right. them to put it medium. I like to... Uh, so, I like a creme gusto. Um, and what we're going to do, Ali, is something that they do in Italy, and I'm going to make you an espresso corretto. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. Although I've heard corretto before. I okay. know that word. I so, can't what that is. I'm going to just do a brief little coffee lesson for people, okay? Very important. So, when you ask for a latte in, in North America, you get a milk drink with coffee and with espresso in it. Latte in Italian means milk. So if you go to Italy and you say, I want a latte, they're going to give you milk. They're it not is the Italian equivalent of cafe au lait. Is that right? Yeah, but you're saying lait. So, for example, if you were in, in a French-speaking part of the world and you said, could I have, a, could I have lait? They'll give you, they're going to give you milk, yes. right? It's not until you put the cafe in front of it does it become right. cafe au lait. Uh, latte is really latte macchiato. And latte macchiato, macchiato means marked. And the milk is marked, the, hot, the warm milk is marked with, coffee, with espresso. Espresso macchiato is an espresso that's been marked with foam and a little tiny pinch of milk. Milk as well, okay. So what we're doing is an espresso corretto. Mm -hmm. Corretto means corrected. And how does one correct an espresso? Tell me. With a bit of booze, my friend. Whoa! With a bit of booze. Oh, I didn't see it coming. So I did not see that coming. Traditionally speaking, there's yeah. two booze that you can put in espresso. Yeah. If you're in southern Italy, so let's say from let's say from Rome south, you're gonna put sambuca in. Sambuca is a um, licorice flavored or anise flavored liqueur. Mm -hmm. If you're north of Rome, you're gonna put this baby in it. What is it? Please don't tell me it's grappa. It's, it's grappa. grappa! <laughs> yes. Do you not like grappa? I actually, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, it's I'm coming around. Okay. My childhood friend. I love this person. Bavna. Married Vincenzo, Vincenzo from Italy. Yes. Uh, no disrespect to you, Marco, but but the worst call that an Indian immigrant, a parent in Canada can get. His daughter is traveling. This is Uncle Uma. Okay. His daughter is traveling in India, in, in, in Italy. Okay. He gets a call. I'm in love. I'm not coming back home. No, you come back home right now. It was, a, it was madness. And now they have... Two beautiful daughters right. who are in their teens, and they had made a wonderful life for each other. And uh, and Vincenzo used to tell me he goes, "I like grappa." It's, uh, he, he was saying, you know, when I was a kid, this was the thing we would have, and he would be like, um, "I was like, man, I, I can't, I can't handle it. I just can't handle grappa." He goes, "I cannot handle beer." And he's like, he would always say it's the same thing. Like you were introduced to beer at a young age, sure. so you're okay with it. I find beer disgusting. I was like, amazing. I find grappa disgusting. And we connected on that. But over the years, I've had pear grappa. I think I had some kind of a blueberry or some kind of a berry grappa. I'm like, okay, not bad. But I, what, what I always think about is my, uh, my Sicilian buddy, Massimo. His father would have some coffee and then pour some grappa in. And his wife would be like, uh, it's nine in the morning. He'd be like, it's just to clean out the cup. Yes. It's just to clean out the cup. Except uh, the cup didn't need as much cleaning as Massimo's father. You want those did. cups clean, my friend. <laughs> Pristine, if you're going to put them away. Yeah. Grappa is, generally speaking, what northern Italians will put if they may have a, 
uh, espresso corretto. Yeah. Because grappa is from the north part of Italy. Right. And do you know what grappa is made of? Grapes. Yes. I just want to do a little translate grapes, grappa. It no, feels, it feels no, like it. No. Okay. No, no, because grapes in Italian is uva. So okay. it wouldn't be. But grappa is the casings and the uh, squished, the squished casings, the sticks, all of, of the parts of, of, the, of the grape. I mean, Once it's been family here. Technically, it's not the grape. It's, it's everything purist. that's left behind okay. once you've pressed the grapes. Yeah. So if you're pressing grapes to make wine, you're making wine from those grapes. A ripasso is a second pressing. Mm-hmm. They repass the grapes yeah. to make ripasso wine. We haven't done a wine. We haven't had wine yet on no, our show. No, it's will. coming. It's coming. A grappa, once you've pressed all those grapes, you take what's left, the mashed up uh, casings of the grape, the sticks and all that stuff, and you have, that's the sound of our espresso being made, um, and you have our grappa is made, distilled from that. So it's a pure distilled alcohol that's made from the remnants of what's used to make wine. Excellent. I have more of an appreciation for it. Will it taste good in my mouth? I don't know. I don't know. There have been some bad grappas, I'll tell you that. It's only bad because you didn't drink it right. You know what? I feel like I'm in good hands. Okay, so I'm pouring the espresso. Now the key to a corretto, oh, you know what? I should pour it closer to the mic. I don't know if you can hear that. Pouring the espresso. Do you take sugar in your espresso? I don't. Okay. Should I? Should no, I? No, I think we're going to make corretto. I don't think you need it. Okay. All right. So there you go. Oh, I should shut off the stove. Yeah. <clears throat> now, the key with corretto is you don't put too much. Yeah. I bet you don't. It's just to... to I, I would assume it. so because it, it's a strong... Would you call it liqueur? No, it's a strong... Uh, Alcohol? I mean, what's the it's word? It's a digestivo. It's, it's, a, a, it's a strong... Uh, digestive. Digestive. But yeah, you could call it a pure alcohol liquor. Yeah. There you go. So, you know, whereas in our traditional cocktails that I, I make, I usually use an ounce, ounce and a quarter. I'm just going to, with my hand, just do a little a little shot. It looks like a teaspoon maybe went in. Yeah. Would you say? And you could put a little more. Yeah. I'm going light on yours because you said you don't, you're not... Uh, oh, let's see. I, just, I really feel like I'm in the capable hands. Oh, I, should, I put too much in mine. But, <laughs> cheers, buddy. Cheers. Okay, see how this is. Okay. You don't have to like you know, it. I'm going to tell you, you don't something. have to like it, my it's friend. It's the most I've ever liked grappa. And okay. I think it's because it has an espresso aftertaste. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. And this might not be your thing. But what I would say is when you're having an espresso or even a coffee that's a little bit stronger, yeah. you can put some buca, you can put espresso, you can put whiskeys in it. Yeah, uh, hard and again, just like a teaspoon. Just, or less. A, just, a, yeah, I wouldn't even measure a teaspoon. You know what? Just a, a glug glug enough. You know, like <laughs> I think you might have heard it when I, I was say 40. teaspoon because we're on uh, a radio format. So I just try, try you're to right. People, uh, yeah, clearly glug, the glug. Clearly, the mind of a chef <laughs> is what you have. Clearly, yeah. the mind of a, a glugger is yeah. what I have. But yeah. yeah, that's that's a corretto. So if you go to Italy and you say uh, corretto, they may ask you what uh, sambuca. Uh, grappa, or they'll just choose. Okay. They'll just choose whatever, depending on where is, you are. Uh, this is not frowned upon. Like uh, seven in the morning, somebody with Coretto, nobody goes, hey, you got a problem here? No, no. In fact, is... when it's cold, yeah. so let's say it's a cold night or a cold morning, this is going to perk you up. Yeah, war- warm up your spirits. And you know what? It kind of, the grappa for me does a great thing with the actual with the coffee. It balances it. If your coffee is a bit acidic, it's going to just smooth it out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I love it. I really enjoyed that. Did you? Because I, I, I feel like you didn't. I, no, feel... I really don't like Grappa. Okay. Let me let me be completely mm-hmm. honest with you. I had a pair of Grappa that I liked. Okay. The Berry one I did not. Mm-hmm. There's a number of Grappas you always try. Recently, and I can't remember what, in 2018, okay. so this somebody year, yeah. was trying to make us uh, feel at home. Some restaurant, they were yeah. trying to be very generous, yeah. and they brought out the Grappa, and I was like... You may as well just throw acid in my eyes at this right. point. That's basically what you did. But I drank. I was like, ah, oh, still. Like you, how did you drink it? Cold and a little tiny, like a, like a, it's like a, a shrunken martini glass. Yes, in thing, a, right? in a, a flute and a martini glass yeah. out of AB. But now, yeah. what did you drink it out of? How did you drink it? Cold. Like, did you just shoot it back? I didn't shoot it. Okay, I had a sip, good. and then I needed to take my time and and just sort of reflect on what mistakes I've made in my life that brought me to this horrible place. Honestly, a guy trying to really make us feel good. This yeah. was his, as you would understand, yeah. this was his way of like, you know, sometimes a restaurateur will give you a dessert after your yeah. meal. This guy, Grappa. Grappa's not cheap. And Grappa is a, is the perfect digestivo. So if you're, if you ever are like, oh, my stomach's upset. Yeah. You have a half ounce of Grappa. Yeah. And it's not something like vodka or tequila where you can just do shots. No, like exactly. 22. Yeah. It's the kind of thing where you want to sip it. You want to enjoy okay. it, and you want to feel the purity of what you're drinking. Mm-hmm. And the um, notes in it are going to be reflective of the grapes that were used. So you can get Barolo Grappa, you can get mm, a I different... Love a Barolo. Yeah, so I would say, you know, try a Barolo Grappa and see if you can get the notes of the Barolo wine or those grapes, right? Yeah. Uh, when you taste it. Well, now, it's the most I've ever liked a Grappa. Okay. Let me tell you that. Fair Thank enough. Thank God for the espresso. Yeah. I'll tell you, there's only two things I've not, I've not liked in my life in the beverage world. Okay, stop the presses. Yeah. This is this makes me happy to know, Ali. Just to yeah, the grappa, and we, we, we overcame that hump real quick. Okay. Thanks to espresso. And the other one is champagne. I just don't like I'm champagne. On, I'm on your champagne. Oh, I don't. I don't. Champagne does nothing for it's me. Nothing. And the better the champagne, the less I like it. Like, have you ever yeah. had Dom? Yes, I have had Don. So Don Perignon like, is like the... Well, so this is what you wait for Don. You're like, oh, I didn't like the Veuve Clicquot. I didn't like this, this, this. That went, oh, Don Perignon. Yeah. Somebody even gave a year, you yeah. know? And I was still like, useless. Yeah. Absolutely useless. Like, no dancing in my mouth whatsoever. Not that, I was like, this is just, it's flat. And I don't care for these bubbles. I don't care for any of this. Yeah. And one year I vomited champagne on New Year's oh, Eve that's along funny. with a bunch of other booze. Fizzy barf, right? And the fizzy barf. And so it's just never been, I'm like, ah, why revisit it? It's not for me. I don't like champagne. I don't like Prosecco. No. No. Do you like Prosecco? I do. People, that's that's people, my compromise. Like, well, at least I can. People are all over. Anything. You put fizz in my wine, I'm not going for it. I hear you. And um, so just on a side note. Asti in Italy, in Piemonte. Asti Pumante. Yes, it's Spumante. Spumante yeah. is, is, you know, a type of sparkling wine. And Asti... Spumante means sparkling? It, it means, yeah, it means, um, uh, yeah, sparkling. Fizzy, okay. Fizzy, like, a, I don't know the exact translations. But if you say, if, if you're going to have a Spumante, you know it's going to be a sparkling wine. Sure. Of some sort. But there's different Spumantes, not just Asti. Asti is one type of Spumante. Right, Asti is okay. the city. So Asti is okay. the city in Piemonte, which is the north uh, west part of Italy. You know... Uh, Torino or Turin sure. it's it's in that area okay and I went to Asti and I'm like oh my god we're going to Asti this is so great Asti is like you know where all the sparkling wine comes from Spumante 
It was the nastiest city I've been to in Europe, or in Italy, anyways. Not the beverage, beverage aside, just city. The city I did not like. For me, Asti was nasty, so yeah. I'm, ah, not, I'm never, I'm never nasty going to. <laughs> okay, nice. so that is our. I guess you could call it a cocktail, but that's our yeah. uh, espresso coretto. I. I encourage people listening, if you haven't had a Coretto and you go to a quality bar and they have it on the menu, ask for an espresso Coretto. Okay, good. I encourage you too. I'm on board. All right. Let's move on to food, huh? Yeah, you, brought, you, brought a, you brought a breakfast uh, a treat in. Because we, we drink so early in the morning. We drink so like, early. It's great. We record it's, early and then yeah. it's like... I've been buzzed at 10:15 a.m. with you in the past. This I is I, I, that is not a complaint. That is Fair. strictly just a comment. Uh, often, when I have to leave here, that's terrible. But sometimes my wife and son come back, and we all go take a nap. Me with my buzz, and then my son. I mean, it's great. It's, a it's the best day. life. It's the best <laughs> life. Um, I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a little tour of um, the best of India in in uh, in the lentil world. Yay. What do you know about lentils? What is I know that lentils are very good for you. Yes. I know that lentils are a bean type. Uh, yeah, okay, so they go by, you, people who call them pulses. Pulses, pulses, right? yes. Legumes. Yes. Right? Uh, and then uh, lentils often, uh, it, it, people from South Asia won't even say lentils, they'll say dal. And dal means lentils and it's an umbrella term. It just basically means lentil, but it's just so many different types of brown, green, yellow, split, uh, orange. You know the bright yeah, orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Masoor dal. Yeah. It's called. Yeah, there's there's so many great uh, dals. It is uh, extremely flavorful, very healthy. When I did that whole thirty thing, you know, when I did the whole thirty, yes. which is yeah. giving up many many things, no grains, no soy, no booze, no dairy, so no cheese, no alcohol. You know, it's a I said no, no booze and no alcohol. That's how serious that was. But also no, no dolls. And I found that I missed lentils more than I missed alcohol or cheese. Wow. So no, no doll, no, no lentils on the. No. Wow. So I realized how much it's it's comfort yeah. food to me. Yeah. So very very easy to make as well. The most simple doll you can take a green split doll. You can take a yellow doll or a, or the masoor, the orange, and you can um, you can boil it. With some turmeric, some salt, some red chili powder. Easy. That is it. My wife is like, "Why are you making these other like a, we, I make what's called the tarka, which is a flavored oil?" She's like, "You know, I don't think you need to do that. You just, it's great the way it is." But I like to. One of my favorite things to make was my was my lentil soup. Um, people from North India, Punjab, will say soup must be made this way. In South India, they say it must be made this way. You know, the uh, Gujaratis will say it must be way. I don't, I have no affiliation or, or, or play, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I I'm love that. so nationalistic. So I just took the best of every region. So I'll fry mustard seeds and curry leaves, which is very much more Southern Indian, and add them to this Punjabi style dal. So you've got like a pan Indian. I got a pan Indian dal. I love it. And so I want you to try some of that. I'm going to go get that. Okay, right while you're getting that, I'm yes. going to tell you what my connection to lentils is. Yes. And I don't know if this is true in South Asian culture, and I don't know, if, I don't even know if it's true in Italian culture, but for some reason, my mom heard that having lentils on New Year's Day brings good fortune and a good year ahead. So I have never heard it. I will observe it. 
So from that day that she heard that, and I don't know if it was something traditionally she brought back from uh, living on a farm in Italy or whatnot. She loves lentils. Um, but she would make us on New Year's Day lentils and she would force us. You know, as kids, sometimes you're like, I don't want this, right? She's like, you have to have it yeah. or you're not going to have a good year. And so we'd be like, all right. And so every, every New Year's Day, we have lentils. It's a lot of pressure. I know. A lot of pressure. Have this or your entire year is screwed. Yeah. Jeez, I guess I better have this. I know. And now, and I think I've been scarred as, as a child that if I don't have lentils on New Year's Day, uh, we got lentils and you know what else? Ham hocks. Oh, yeah. Ham hocks and lentils is what you're supposed to have. Um, and for those of you who don't know what a ham hock is, um, it's the foot of a, a pig is all I can say. I don't know. Um, so... The other great thing about lentils is that they're not expensive. Exactly right. Vegetarians wet dream these lentils. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I I really enjoy the way your eyes lit up on the word wet dream right there. I gotta say something. So yes. my 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 mom and my sister both live in uh, an area that's very close to a large South Asian community okay. north of the city, right? And so I love going to the Costco in that area. Yeah. Because. It has all these South Asian dishes. Yeah. So, like, you can get quality ghee. You can get quality lentils. You can get quality South Asian uh, culinary things. And because it's so close to an Italian area, right next door, you can get the best ricotta. And it's, like, the best of both worlds for me. Kind of like this podcast. All right. So, I'm going to try this. Nicely said. Now, I I did want to ask you. I'm going to let you eat first. But I did want to ask you, what are the Italian – what's the Italian approach to lentils? Uh, I think a lot of um, oh, that's a good. It's called they're called lentiki in, okay. in Italian, and soups and in uh, stews. In a stew, yeah, okay. that's where with, I usually with meat to accompany. Yeah, meat yeah. Generally okay. speaking, you'll the soup. The soup, no. Yeah. The soup will be a vegetarian soup, but uh, the stew will have meat. Dal is like oh, this is wonderful. Dal is a protein, incredible protein. So for. For many Indians who are Hindus or Sikhs, dal is like it's a it's a complete meal, mm-hmm. completo, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> it's a complete meal. They don't need to add anything else. But Pakistanis who are so desperate for meat in every single dish, I remember my Sikh friend going, "Are you, you put meat in your dal?" I'm like, oh, "Well, we don't, but yeah, it's it's done." Pakistanis do it a lot. He goes, "Dude, unbelievable, sacrilegious." Dal is so perfect. You guys even have to add meat to dal. So we, anyway, so you can add other things. Dal will also have sometimes, my buddy from Malaysia will have it like a stew where it's got chunks of carrots and potatoes and things like this inside it. Always excellent. So we're, we're having the yellow dal, right? We, uh, that is actually a green dal. Oh, this is green. Sorry. Once cooked, it gets to yellow. Okay, yeah. so the green, what I like about this dal or this lentils is that you can taste the lentil. Yeah. But the flavors that you put with it yeah, just kind of like uh, embrace it. Yep, and you really, you really get a really circular palate, a real whole feel in your mouth with this. Sure, um, it's not overwhelming, but it's flavorful. It's Absolutely. it's there, right? and it can be more flavorful. So this is garlic and ginger in a puree. This is mm-hmm. turmeric. Uh, this is chili powder, some cumin, uh, a couple of fresh chilies thrown in the mix. I will say this is probably Dr. Oz's wet dream too. Yeah. Because you've got all these important yeah, it's yeah, the exactly. wet, wet dream episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got all these important things 
that that science is saying we need more turmeric in our, our diet, we need more garlic, we need all these things sure. to regulate our blood and pressure and all that. And, you know, not to be overly nationalistic, but lentils have an interesting Canadian connection. Do you know what that connection is? No, but I'm dying to find out. There are three countries that make the most dal, that produce the most lentils. Can I India, guess? India, okay. and then who are the other two? Well, I'm going to say Canada. You know, I kind of fed that one too. Sorry. Yes, and yes. I'm going to say China. Australia. Oh, very that's interesting. Great. Yeah, and actually, it's uh, it's our, our very own Saskatchewan. Our very own Saskatchewan. So a lot of dal, your lentils are made in Saskatchewan and exported out of here to lentil-eating countries that don't have as much space as we do. For listeners who aren't familiar with the geography of Canada, Saskatchewan is our province. That's right in the middle. It's considered one of the prairie provinces. Yes. Well known for wheat production. It's a flat province, often overlooked when people talk about places in Canada. Uh, you know, we got some stellar, wonderful places in Saskatchewan, and it is the breadbasket of the nation. And I'm going to say the lentil, the dal basket of the nation as yeah, well. Yeah, the dal basket as well. Also, a uh, little known fact, it, it, it produced my wife. Oh. She was born in Saskatoon. Yes. That's right. Yes. So uh, I, have a, I have an affinity for it. I go back, visit her cousins, her family who still lives there. And Saskatoon, and I'm sure Regina as well, Saskatoon, what's happening is that people uh, who are creative can't afford rents in cities really? like Vancouver and Calgary okay. and Toronto, okay. uh, but more Vancouver and Calgary. Sure. So they're in Vancouver and Calgary being choked, suffocated by their rent. Yes. Can't be creative, too worried about making rent, making sure they get sure. enough bums and seats. A lot of these amazing chefs are moving to Saskatoon and Regina. Starting up places, rent is much lower. They could be much more creative. They have this appreciative audience of people there. And so I just wanted to bring it back to food, not just creative. Follow the berry. Follow, Follow the, the berry. berry. What does that mean? The Saskatoon berries. Saskatoon berries. Right? These are also, uh, Saskatoon berry jam is something we usually have. And once again, for our international listeners or people who aren't familiar with Canada and you haven't had the Saskatoon berry, it's a berry that's named after the city of Saskatoon in Saskatchewan, yeah. and it's a particular berry. Um, I would, con I would, the worst comparison and the best comparison I could make yes. is liken it to the lingonberry, that Swedish okay. berry. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah. it doesn't taste like that. No, it doesn't. It's a shrunken blueberry mm -hmm. almost. It's smaller and it's sweeter. Yeah. And it also has, uh, I don't know, it has a really great aftertaste yeah. that the blueberry doesn't have. It, it cannot be described. Go out, source yourself a Saskatoon berry. People, it's indescribable. Mm -hmm. That's the way it is. I wanted to ask you about uh, Turka, because you kind of said it quickly, and, and yes. I, I was kind so of like... Turka is T-A-R-K-A, and Turka is basically a flavored oil. So again, every 20, you know, it's one of those classic things. Every 20, 30 kilometers you go, people will have a different... Um, interpretation of what should be in their tarka. But, but slow down. What oil are we using? Because I know using we, we have high to... frying, something that can fry at a high heat. So canola, vegetable, uh, mm. you know, whatever. Uh, not olive oil. Okay. Ghee works. Ghee works because once you remove the, um, the uh, what are they called? The, the, the dairy, um, the hell are they called? Yeah. The, anyway, the, yeah, yeah, the dairy it's... elements. Mm -hmm. From, uh, we from should explain ghee. what ghee is. Yeah, ghee is clarified oh, butter. Yeah. So, so in that clarification process, those dairy elements, is it better the word enzymes? The, uh, no, there's... Um, we could anyway, just look it up. We could we're, look it up. But what are we going to look up things no, now? We're not we're those guys? No, we're not those guys. <laughs> we're not looking up Jack on this episode. <laughs> but in that clarification process, what you're left with is a, is a butter that can really fry 
mm. and high heat. It's no longer a butter. It's a ghee. A ghee is ghee is, in my opinion. I agree. And I don't want to be stepping on your, you know, ethnicity. You're in or, my territory now, bro. But ghee is ghee, and ghee is wonderful because ghee does not necessarily have to be refrigerated, right? That's correct. What, like, do That's you correct. refrigerate your ghee? Like, what should I be doing with my ghee? We don't. We and also because I use the ghee so often sure. when I make it, and when we were doing that whole thirty thing, uh, the thirty days, I, I was making my own ghee. So, mm. I, uh, you know, you technically not having any of the dairy, but you are having. You know, butter. Right. I don't even, that's probably a cheat. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It was so good and we were using it daily mm -hmm. for eggs. You know, I add a dollop into lentils. Basically, any, way, any place you're frying something. You wouldn't put it in a salad with the places where you put in olive oil. But any place that you're frying, this is a more flavorful. It's not much healthier. So, Turka is not necessarily oil, like an Italian flavored olive oil. Yeah. You can have on the table and finish whatever you're having with it. So, like, you can put pepperoncini or uh, yes. garlic in olive oil and let it sit and it'll flavor the olive Those oil. Those are beautiful things. Okay, but turka is different. Turka okay. is a hot, medium-high, I would say, frying pan. Add the oil, add uh, thinly sliced onions. Onions start to really brown. Add garlic. Garlic starts to brown a little. Curry leaves, cumin seeds, mustard seeds, wow. maybe even some chili flakes. And, and that's the flavored oil. And that entire oil gets sort of scraped into... Um, a lentil dish to finish it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And you could also put that on like a stir-fried cabbage or something that's not too oily to begin with. Atarka is a great addition. Okay, so I think my mind is, I don't know if you saw there. Yeah. I think my mind just stopped blowing. I thought you were going to eat your fist. Okay. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Imagine doing over-easy eggs yeah. in Turka. That's great. Because so it's gonna flavor. You know, so much. So many times, I love eggs. Yeah, I love eggs. I love my eggs over easy. In particular, I'll take sunny side up. I'll take them however you're gonna give them, give yeah. them to me. Right, okay, that's nice. And I nice. find I use coconut oil when I cook my eggs. Yeah, and I find a beautiful flavor. It's almost sweet when yeah. you're using coconut oil. But I could just imagine because for me, the eggs you don't have to do much. A little bit of salt, go to town, right? Yeah. Uh, but using. Turka with your egg yeah. sounds like it'll be it, amazing. It is Tarka. It's T A R. Oh. You're making it Turkish. Oh, ta Tarka. Yeah. Oh, tarka. thank you. Tarka. Yeah. It's a, it's a light K, Turka. Okay. Yeah. Tarka. Okay. I love that you're. I'm trying. I'm, listen, I'm trying to do the same thing. Coretto. You got is it. Is it Coretto? Correct. Yeah, yeah, Coretto. Yeah, yeah. You got it. <laughs> he didn't want to give it to me. <laughs> no, you got it. You, you got it. You got, you got it better than a lot of Italians I know. How oh, is that right? You say it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so, so great. I encourage you, if you're looking for protein that's not meat, uh, if you're looking for something delicious, there's also a versatility in that uh, you can have it as a stew or a soup. You can have it with bread. You can have it with rice. One of the funny, I'm just smiling to myself mm -hmm. right now because every everybody from South Asia, whether you're from Nepal or Bangladesh or Sri Lanka, everybody has had this happen in their family where you're making a dal stew. And then all of a sudden you find out that, you know, your mother's brother is bringing his new wife and her kids. You're like, Jesus, God, they didn't tell us right. that they're all coming. So you start adding a half gallon of water to the, uh, to the, uh, to the, the stew. No one's the wiser lentil soup. Here, Here we, we go. go. It, was, it was the plan all along. Who's to say it wasn't? Exactly. That watering down thing is a very common thing. Versatile. Yes. Inexpensive. High in protein. Yeah. You gotta have it on New Year's Day. Yes. What else can we say about lentils, pulses, fiber? Uh, many different uh, vitamins uh, exist. Vitamins and minerals exist in lentils. I bet there's even a couple of amino acids sneaked in there. there. You go. 
There you go. I, you bet there are, huh? I bet there are as well. They are. They are there. And you know, for people who who train weight training and this kind of stuff, lentils. Uh, so all kinds of pulses and then beans have just become a lifesaver. You know, people who are on vegan diets, it's great. It also it's it's wholesome and comforting in a way where you you stop missing those classic things that you ate that were maybe, you know outside your new diet or were not good for you or whatever the case is. I'm a big fan. Often overlooked. Yes. And never going to hurt. Never going to hurt. And so there, I, and I came up with this Canadian pride. Yes. And there the you go. That's the slogan. Yeah. Pulse people. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we're on the pulse of today. Lentils. What do you think of that? I love it. Okay. I love it. All right, so are we ready for... Yes. Okay. Let's, let's, right. so we, let's take a pause while I prepare. Okay. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. Willie guessing, Willie messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? We're back, my friend. We uh, we always have to take a little break while I secretly prepare the thing that I'm going to put inside Marco's mouth man. without him uh, seeing it. And uh, so here we are, man. And and. It's true that I've been trying to stump you a little bit, and uh, this is no exception, but I, I feel like you'll know, you'll, you'll be in the right space here. So here we go. I bring it okay. to your mouth, you open your mouth, and you take it. Maybe take the whole thing. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, good. I'm glad you like it. See, there's no guarantee that he's going to like it. That is just an added bonus, I suppose, for him. Not for me, necessarily. Okay, it does, definitely has a cheddar flavor to it. Okay. And it was rather large, the, the piece that you, you've given me. Yeah. I want to say it's on potato. I want to say, yeah, because it's got a bit of a texture to it. I don't know. Hmm. No, I, I just, I would never be able to do this. I love the, I love my role in this. It's so, without your eyes, mm -hmm. man, good for you. Okay, it's cheddar. And I don't know if it's potato. I don't know if that's potato that it's on. It almost has like a bread-like feel to it more. Um, yeah, it's got a sweetness. It's a bread. It's not potato. It's bread. I just thought the oh, size of it. Oh, look at that. He's made a change. Okay, all right. Interesting. It's a sourdough bread with some sort of cheddar on it. Can I have another piece? You can have another piece. Can you put it in my hand so I can feel it? Um, or no? He's not going to give it away. Okay. Uh, no, it's not about giving it away. It's about the potato... Okay, no, put I don't it in my mouth. Hint. Put, it in, my, put it in my mouth and put it in my mouth. I'll deal with it the way God intended. <laughs> okay, tell me when you're coming close. It's I know it's in your mouth. Okay. It's, it's, it's right, right in your mouth. Right oh, my bells are going off. Okay. <laughs> with his hands, he used this time. I felt his thumb cross against my lip. You should be so lucky. <laughs> I'm going to say it's like a Welsh rarebit. It's. <laughs> it's. it's a, <laughs> it's not like cheddar powder because it's not actual cheddar. I know I'm missing an ingredient here. I know I am. I'm going to kick myself. See, this is the beauty of what I do. Sometimes I, it's something with 10 ingredients. Sometimes it's like hardly any. Sometimes am I, am I at all close, Ali? You're halfway close. Oh, You're man, halfway what am close. I missing? I know I'm missing one thing. It's you know cheddar. Let me give you a hint. You're okay. not missing anything. Okay. You're not missing anything. It's cheddar. 
You said it was a type of bread. You yeah. were wrong about the type of okay. bread. But at least you got bread. Okay. It's better than potato. It's like a sweet. It's like and a, then you're, it's a sweeter uh, bread. Like it's you're, not. A... You're right about cheese, but you're wrong about cheddar. So you 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 you're in the right space, but wrong on both okay. those. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's a British type of cheese. So it's not a Stilton, but it's it's a it's more along the side lines of a cheddar. Okay, last piece, so last that piece. I can at least get the okay, cheese. This one, okay, so if it's just the cheese you yeah, want, I will yeah. give you that. Okay. Uh, into your mouth, that you're mm -hmm. going to feel my thumb again. <laughs> and so feta. It's feta on toast. Unbelievable! Did I get it? Unbelievable! Did I get it? Did I get it? You did. It, oh. is, a, it is a Bulgarian feta, so oh, not man. as salty as okay. the Greek. Much more creamy. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect you to get, but the fact that you got fed on toast, okay. great stuff, buddy. Oh, man. And for those of you listening, you're probably like, who couldn't get fed on toast? It's difficult. It's a, it's pita. It's, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a Yeah, that's pita. why it had a sponginess to but it. But ah. I, I toasted it. Okay. Ah. Uh, but it's a very warm, spongy, uh, slightly crispy uh, pita. Okay. And I put, I spread this Bulgarian feta on it. And, uh, and I folded it and I put it in his mouth because I didn't want the feta to fall oh, over okay. and stuff like that. And so, no, not easy. Not, not easy. easy. Well, it's listen. Easy, but it isn't. Oh, it's man. The closest you've been. I'm proud time. of myself. You should be. It, it, I wasn't expecting such a large piece of whatever to yeah. come in my mouth. Right. And uh, I mean, that's part of the game. I guess. It's part of the game, yeah. right? Yeah. Sometimes you're going to be like, I wasn't expecting such I, a small I, thing to come I, in my sure. mouth. <laughs> right? It's, Remember, it, it's not dirty. No matter how it comes out, <laughs> it always sounds worse than it is. But I also want to say, I don't have necessarily like, you know, a super palate. Like, I, that's not my skill. So I don't want people thinking, well, this guy thinks he's like a sommelier and he can't even... Right. He taste. should be fired from his job. Oh, whatever. Guess what, guys? He's got 17 jobs and none of them involve him <laughs> tasting cheese for a living. Great work, brother. Oh, man. Thank you. I feel I feel a little bit of redemption there because right. there's been a few that I haven't gotten in this one year. And it was it was interesting because I knew well, clearly it was cheese, but for some reason I was getting cheddar. Mm -hmm. But I was getting powdered cheddar like when you get when you get like um, popcorn yeah. and you sprinkle it on your sure, popcorn sure, so I was sure. like, but he wouldn't put powdered like that's not all these now you start thinking about like, what my my yeah. intentions are you're thinking about strategy yeah, yeah, like, yeah. then my thumb touches your lower yeah. lip that's gonna throw a guy off yeah, right freak I mean, me out a little yeah, bit yeah. but uh, in a good way in a really good way <laughs> uh, warm feelings came up and then and then I concentrate like a, let me concentrate on the on the cheese can I, I feel like this has been a, an incredibly wholesome episode. Yeah. We started with something booze in the morning. Like, you know how Espresso Coretto, you said it'll give you that little perk, that yeah. little spring in your step. Mm -hmm. I feel like this entire episode will give somebody a spring in their step. I agree. Beans will fill you up. They'll keep you going. And, uh, and Bulgarian feta is delicious. And that whole... Uh, you know, the squirming that you were doing just now will probably make people squirm. Mm -hmm. What makes it Bulgarian? Uh, as I said, creamier, not as salty okay. as the Greek. As the Greek feta, yeah. Is it cows? It's sheeps. No, it's okay. also sheeps. Okay. Um, so it's again, like, either you're in or you're out. Right. right? People, you know, same thing with goat's cheese. Sure. Love or hate. Mm -hmm. um, so if you don't like feta, you won't like that. And I don't know what your feelings on feta, right? It's not a classic Italian cheese. No, I, I so love feta, but I hate 
goat, sheep, lamb, anything in that sort of family. Is that right? Yeah. Family. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't mind that to be honest with you. Okay. Usually, like, what about the meats and stuff like lamb? Yeah, I know that's the worst. Oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We're still learning these yeah, things yeah, about yeah. each other. Isn't I could have put that in your mouth today. I would have been like, I would have known. Right. I probably would have known. Uh, right away, yeah, yeah okay. because if it's something you detest, like yeah. if I if I said you're gonna blindfold you, so you're gonna have a sickness like and it was grappa, you would know, right? Because yeah. it's something you detest. Right, right, right. Because it it triggers things in the back of your. Although in about seven or eight episodes, when you've forgotten this conversation, we're gonna test that All for right. sure. All right, yeah. listen, folks. Thank you for listening. Uh, feel free to send us messages on what you want to hear. Um, if you want, send us an email and write for Ali's eyes only. If you have a what's in Marco's mouth that you want to insert into my um, oral cavity. I don't know how to say it in a way that doesn't just, sound. It just gets worse. You just got to say it. It's just, just going to come worse. right out and say it. <laughs> uh, for that segment. But thank you for listening. Um, anyone else? Listening? Yeah, we'll see you again until we eat again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. <laughs>